Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Bittersweet Unconfidence Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about pride, a word often associated with bad energy, with ignorance, with arrogance. However, it is very important for us to have a certain amount and a certain type of pride. So before we start, I'm Joe and I hope you're not comfortable. But if you are, then let's get uncomfortable together. Hi, thank you very, very much for listening to today's episode. I hope you liked the first two. Today's episode is a special one for me because I'm going to be talking a lot of uh, of personal about a, a lot of personal experiences that I went through in order to come up with whatever I'm going to share with you on today's episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about pride. I said that in the intro already, but I'll say it again. It is important for us to have a certain amount of uh, pride in ourselves. And I have a quote for today's episode. Uh, I actually have a quote for every episode, but um, the one today I'm going to share with you very quickly. And it is, there is a past version of you that is so fucking proud of how far you've come. I'll say it again. There is a past version of you that's so fucking proud of how far you've come. Because this quote changed my life. I think I talked about it in the first episode as well. But in today's episode, I want to be talking exactly about this. Exactly about whatever this quote means and how we can get to it. And how we can look back at our past versions of ourselves and see how true this actually is. Think back. Just think back a couple of years and try to remember where you were mentally, where you were spiritually, uh, even financially. Sometimes uh, you, you're still in the same financial situation. So that's not the way to actually measure whether you're proud of yourself or not. Whether your past self would be proud of your present self. That is not enough. The financial status is not enough. You can look back and see how you used to deal with certain problems and how you deal with them today. This is, those are the things that will make you understand that you're actually progressing in life. And if, if you don't see it at all, then let me tell you something. You're not looking deep enough because I'm sure there are things that changed over the years that actually are good and make you proud. So try to remember yourself five years ago and four years ago and three and two and even last year and try to remember how you used to view life, how you, how you, what your values were. Because when you look back, you remember certain situations that happened in your life. Try to remember these situations. Try to, um, and from those situations, try to find out what values you had at that point. And now put yourself in that position again, mentally. And try to see how you would deal with it this time. I'm sure you, there you will see the difference. You will see how your values changed. What, what kind of progress you made in what sense, in which direction you, you've been going the last year. Sometimes it might even surprise you to see, oh, I think that's not the path I wanted, but it's the path I went and it's amazing. And sometimes you say, it's the path I wanted, but I don't feel like it's enough. And you might then realize that you want to change something, that you want to do something even better. So please remember how you were a couple of years ago, even a couple of months ago, and try to see 
if you're progressing in a way that would make your past self proud, because I'm sure you are. I'm 100% sure you are. You're listening to this podcast right now, which means that you actually care about learning something new. I, I'm not a teacher, so you're just listening to someone and trying to learn something from their experiences or uh, hear something that you want to learn how to deal with certain things. So that's already a reason for you to, pro- to be proud of yourself. So it's very, very necessary to be proud of ourselves. I always say that you need to be proud of yourself. It doesn't matter because it keeps me going. I need to be proud of myself. I need to make myself proud. Sometimes when you feel hopeless and you you feel like you're underachieving and you're not being productive enough, that goes into this whole cycle of unhappiness, unsatisfaction, and with it, you feel so unproud of yourself. You don't, you don't give yourself any recognition anymore because you feel like you're stuck. And that's very normal. It's, it's very normal. However, we need to allow ourselves to be proud of ourselves after we accomplish small goals. Because I believe it's, we, we, we often fall into this circle of, I'm not proud of myself because I'm not doing enough. Because we have a problem with our, with our goal setting, how we set our goals. We always say, I would be proud of myself if I finished, finished my bachelor's degree in minimum time. Now, you look back and it's been three and a half, four years of you studying and you're still not completely done. And you feel so unproud of yourself. But fuck it, you've, you've managed this to come this far. It's further than it was before you started. But your goal had a certain kind of um, speed to it that maybe wasn't realistic for your life. That maybe um, along the way you had other things that were so important that you needed to do for yourself. And that's okay. So we set our goals a bit too high and that's good because it drives us to actually give our best. But we shouldn't only be proud once we achieve the big goal because on the path to this goal... You meet so many obstacles. You do so many things. Uh, You wake up every day and you try. And give yourself credit for that. Be proud of that. Be proud that you're still going on. Be proud that you're still trying your best. And that you're getting closer to your goal. You shouldn't be proud once the goal is done. Because once the goal is done, you'll be proud for a couple of minutes. And then it's going to vanish. And that's when it starts to feel empty. You start to feel like it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth all the trouble. Well, let me tell you something. Along the way, you miss a lot of opportunities to be proud of yourself and to be happy with what you're doing. So we need to go through life being aware of it, being awakened to what's happening around us. Because there are so many situations where I'm sure you'd be so proud of yourself about the way you reacted to certain situations. Give yourself credit for that. Because this will keep you going. The next thought about this is sometimes because a lot of people would say now, yeah, well, I was on the path and I didn't achieve the goal and I'm not proud of myself. And I feel like I'm losing orientation of what, what the fuck I'm doing and I don't know how to be proud of myself in this situation. And that's okay. It's, it's very normal to lose orientation because at one point while you're doing something, you're confronted with a lot of different options, you're unfocused, you might feel like you don't want to do what you're doing anymore. So you lose focus, you lose your orientation, 
but it's only okay when you know that you're losing orientation because then you can start acting on it. It happens to anyone, but we need to acknowledge that, okay, we're losing orientation, we're um, uh, straying from our path, and then we need to spot it. So you spot it first. You spot that you're losing orientation. Then you stop for a second and you try to think about why it is that you're losing your focus and you're not willing to do more. You're procrastinating. Once you figure that out, you can then swap it with a better strategy. You can then apply new habits, uh, start having new routines that might help you get back on track, that might help you focus again. It might be you contact someone who used to be important to you and you feel like you need their advice on it. And whatever it is, there is a strategy out there that can bring you back to your focus. So we spot that we're losing orientation. We stop to understand why it is we're losing this focus, why we're not uh, motivated anymore, why we feel like we're lost in the desert. And then once we understand that after stopping, we try to swap to a better strategy or maybe to an alternate plan that might fulfill us even more. So this is the method uh, written about by Jay Shetty. He has a book, a New York best-selling book called Think Like a Monk. And he has a podcast called On Purpose. I adore this guy. He is amazing, really. What he does is incredible. His life is his life story and what he did to be who he is today is also incredible, incredibly inspiring. So I really recommend you listen to his podcast or you read the book. It is amazing. So this method he talked about, he called it the spot, stop and swap. And that's exactly the process I just uh, described before. So you spot the issue, you stop to acknowledge it, to understand it and to understand why it is the way it is. And then you try to swap into a different direction, into a different plan, into a different strategy. This method can also be used to help you with your fears. You can spot your fear, stop to understand why you are fearful of whatever you're fearful of. For me, for example, it's heights. Whenever I'm in a high place, I'm scared. I'm scared to death. But once I spot this phobia that I have and I stop to acknowledge why it is I have that, it's because, because I genuinely, I think, have a fear of death. So now I understand, okay, it's not the heights itself. It's the possibility of me falling and dying. Okay, how can I swap this? How can I deal with it? How can I put in something else? I start seeing people who can stand normally uh, on high places. And then I start slowly going to the edge of a balcony or of a terrace and just looking down and knowing that if I'm conscious right now, I'm not going to fall, hopefully at least. So this is the method I've been using to work on my fears as well. One thing that really, really helped me uh, jump back from disorientation and uh, losing the motivation and the focus is to find something that I want to do that would really make me proud of myself. For example, something that is so far out of my comfort zone, but where I know that after it, I'll feel happy and proud that I actually finished it. For example, I really wanted to do skydiving. I'm, I still want to but I didn't get the opportunity yet. 
So I chose something at random and this was uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think two weeks ago. I had a fear of failure and I felt like I had a certain lack of confidence and I wasn't proud of what I was doing. I was doing a lot. I was doing as much as I could at the time, but I wasn't happy about it. I knew there is something more I need to work on that would give me the fulfillment and give me this extra boost of um, belief, self-belief in myself. So what I did is I went and um, did a stand-up gig for seven minutes. I actually applied very randomly. I went to a gig once in a bar and there were like five people there as audience and I felt really comfortable. I thought next time I want to be on the stage and also crack a couple of jokes and see whether this lack of confidence and this fear of um, talking in front of people is real or if I can just change that. And I knew that if I managed to pull this off, I would be proud of myself. So I'm seeking things that would make me proud of myself. And I applied for the gig. He told me, yeah, in two weeks we have the same show again. I went to that show. And before I went to that show, I was with my colleagues from work, who I didn't know very well yet because I'm new in the company. But it was fun with them. We went out for a couple of drinks and I told them doing a stand-up comedy gig. If you guys want to join me, you know you're polite when you ask someone to join you somewhere. And they said, yeah, sure. We were 10 people. Now, for me, I chose to do that gig in that bar because it's empty. Because I can feel comfortable. It's just a couple of my friends and the comedians that have their own gigs. But this time, I had 10 colleagues with me on the way. So I got incredibly nervous incredibly nervous it's completely out of my comfort zone it's not something i saw myself doing but there i was on the way there i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do it fuck it i'm just gonna do it and i went to that bar i sat down the show was i think four hours and uh, after two hours there is a short break and i was in the second half of the show so you can imagine the tension building up my body um, and when we got to the bar, it was full. It, the bar was full that day. So apparently, maybe bad luck or whatever. But when I got there, I felt like, holy shit, I, can, I cannot do this. And then I reminded myself, remember, if you get through this, it's something to be proud of. It's something completely out of your comfort zone. If you do this and you do this good, this is something to celebrate. And I, I want to have reasons to actually celebrate why I want to celebrate. So after two hours, I got on the stage and the first, I think, minute, my knees were shaking. I, I remembered Eminem's Lose Yourself. My knees were shaking and my palms were actually sweaty. The microphone was like about to slip out of my hand. But after this one minute, I felt alive. I felt unbelievably alive. I loved every second that came after that minute. And when I put the mic back and I wanted to go down, my whole body was shivering, but I was unbelievably happy with my performance. And I was incredibly proud of myself. So I talked to the people and then on the way home, I reflected back and I opened my diary on the phone and I just wrote a very short um, summary of the amazing feeling I had. It was 
I felt free of a fear that I had. I felt good. I felt lighter and incredibly proud of myself. And this moment has driven me the past couple of weeks to just do whatever I want to do. I don't have limits. I want to be proud of myself again. I want this exact feeling again. You become like a junkie. So you start doing things. And by doing those things, you learn so much about yourself. You move out of your comfort zone. You put yourself in the coldest of waters and you say, I'm going to swim now. And if I get to the other side, I'll be proud. That is something that is tangible that you can do right now to be proud of yourself. Don't only set yourself goals that need time and a million euros and a million dollars and uh, houses and cars. Those are goals that need time. And if you postpone your happiness and being proud of yourself that long, you will be having a terrible journey. You're not going to be happy within the journey and you need to enjoy the journey. Otherwise, the goal will not be worth it. Once you get your goal, you will enjoy it for a certain amount of time and then it will vanish. We said that and we say it again. It will vanish. So make the best out of the road there. Try to enjoy the most uncomfortable situations on your way to your goal. And be proud of yourself every time you overcome a small obstacle. Every time you do something that you didn't think you would be able to pull off, be proud of yourself. Because it will drive you to always do more. So the message of this whole story that I told you is do more of what makes you proud. Do more of what makes you proud. Find whatever it is and do more of it. Because you will feel unbelievably good. I can promise you this. However, be very, very careful because there is a thin line between the ego and pride. Right? If you're proud of yourself, the pride that you have in yourself is only within yourself. The ego, however, loves feeding on the pride you get from external factors, from people around you who say that they're proud of you. You start working more just to prove that you're better. For, to others, you prove it only to others. And you will always feel like you're not doing enough. Because you're trying to persuade others that you're the best. You want others to be proud of you. And that's when you start feeding your ego because that's basically what it wants. And you will not be satisfied within the whole process. You will then become ignorant and arrogant. Because you will believe that you're the best ever. And this is the ego. And the ego is a topic that we're going to be talking about a lot on this podcast Ego is the enemy. There is a book called Ego is the Enemy. And that is very, very true. So be very careful of the, the, the kind of pride you have. And to, to give you a short uh, uh, definition of pride, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, pride has three definitions. Two positives and one negative. The first definition of pride is a feeling of pleasure and satisfaction that you get because you or people connected with you have done or got something good. That is pride. That is positive pride. The second one is your feelings of your own worth and respect for yourself. 
That's the pride that happens only within yourself. And that is the pride that actually counts. It is how you view and respect yourself. You respect your abilities, what you're doing. The third definition, that's the negative one, says the belief that you are better or more important than other people. And that's the egoistic kind of pride. There's a very fine line. Don't cross it. Be proud of yourself. But don't be too proud of yourself. Because you can always do better. Be proud of your accomplishments. Celebrate them. And know that the road is still a long one. You still have a journey of life. And you can still do better. Become a better person. Don't look for uh, pride from external people. Pride happens within you. Because you're doing the best you can. And once your pride is actually internally motivated, nothing can hurt that. And the, the, the sentence that a lot of people say is, this hurt my pride, or this hurt his pride or her pride. Your pride shouldn't be able to be, to be hurt. Nobody can hurt your pride. Because your, the pride that matters the most is the pride that you have within yourself because you know what you're doing. Other people don't have your perspective of what you're doing. Nobody knows how much you ran before they saw you fall on the floor and say, look at him, he can't even run. Nobody knows that you just ran a marathon. They only see the tip of the iceberg. Everything beneath they don't know, which means nobody can hurt your pride because nobody knows what you're doing. Nobody knows how tough you are and how long you've been going at something and then they, they, when, when they insult you, you feel hurt in your pride? Well, they don't know what you've been through. They don't know how hard you've worked for where you are. So nothing should be able to hurt your pride because you need to be proud of yourself. You need to be genuinely proud of yourself. And once you're genuinely proud of yourself, nobody can even move your pride in any direction. Nobody can have any influence on your pride. Keep your pride internal and internally motivated and do your best to always make yourself proud because that's what matters. That is exactly what matters. For me, I will share with you also a short story that a lot of people might have seen as somebody hurting my pride or me hurting my own pride. I was working uh, for a gym chain in Austria and I was in a good position I had a very good salary and I basically was the expansion manager so I used to open gyms and uh, give courses sales courses to the people and training courses and so on and so forth so I used to train my employees before sending them to work in the clubs and I loved the job I really did I really really did but my mental health just went straight down it was like a waterfall it didn't stop it kept getting worse and worse because i had different priorities in my life and i got stuck at this job because i really fell in love with it and it's okay i enjoyed the time so much but then i decided there was a point for me where my status and my salary didn't matter anymore what mattered was my mental health and that's when i decided to quit and go work at a burger shop as a cashier so I used to take the orders of my ex-employees who used to see me as their boss, quote unquote. 
now I serve them burgers and fries. And that was very weird for me at first, especially when they used to ask me, why did you downgrade? They saw it as a downgrade. What I saw was an upgrade for my mental health. Because then at that job, I didn't care that much that I had my life back together again. I, I started working on myself again. I started reading more, taking some time for myself. I didn't have that at my last job. I didn't. So I took a job where I can really focus on myself and take care of my own uh, well-being. So they didn't see that. They only saw I went from a high-paying job to a very average paid job. And that's what they saw. But what, what I saw is more freedom for myself, more time, um, more in education. I focused back on uni. My friends, my friendships were stronger again. So that was my priority. For them, maybe their priority is to be uh, the boss of a huge ass company and have a lot of money. For me, it was a completely different one. I wanted to be there for my family, for my friends, for myself. So it wasn't a downgrade. And at first, my pride actually did get hurt. But once I started seeing it this way, I spotted it. I stopped and I understood why I did the change. And then I swapped the emotion I felt when people asked me with another one. I actually told them the truth. I started telling them my mental health wasn't doing so well. And right now I'm happier. If you believe it or not, that's your thing. But I am happier. I feel more comfortable. I'm focusing on myself. I'm very happy. Thank you very much for asking. So nobody and nothing can hurt your pride because, pride because I was so proud of myself. Even working at the burger shop, I was so proud of myself because I gave my best at the job and I gave my best outside again for my own life. So people see the tip of the iceberg. They will never see under it. Don't worry. The, what matters is, are you proud of yourself? Are you satisfied with what you're doing? This is all you care about. This is all you should care about. So the main things I want to give to you in this episode are number one, whenever you feel like you're procrastinating, do something that makes you proud of yourself because you will remind yourself of this feeling whenever you don't feel like doing something productive. So do something, be proud of yourself. It will motivate you to wake up tomorrow and do something again that will make you proud of yourself again. Number two, it's okay to lose orientation and not know where you're heading, but spot it, stop and find out why it is the way it is and swap it with a better strategy or an alternate plan. Step three, once you are genuinely proud of yourself, nothing and nobody can hurt your pride. Number four, live life to make yourself proud of yourself, but only yourself. Others will most probably be proud of you anyways, because you're doing your best and they see the hard work you're putting in. But if they aren't, fuck them. Doesn't fucking matter. Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you proud of yourself? That's all that matters. Thank you so, so much for listening for, to the third episode of the Bittersweet Uncomfiness podcast. I'm so happy that this episode is going to be out in a couple of hours. I'm very excited to hear your feedback and your stories. Uh, if you want to hit me up, just hit me up on Instagram. It's tagged in the description of this podcast. Thank you again. See you again next week. Mm-hmm.